You are listening to Aftersight. This recording is intended solely for individuals who are blind or have low vision. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News read from Audiophile Magazine. My name is Sarah. Today we're going to start off with an article by Eleanor Lippmann, Rediscovering My Own Book on Audio. How could it be that an audio addict such as myself shrank from listening to her own books? It wasn't that I already knew the stories or had better things to do. It was fear of all that might be cringeworthy, such as mispronounced words and voices that failed to embody my characters, their tones different from the ones in my head. Truth be told, there was one word that lowered the boom in an early recording of The Inn at Lake Divine. What had been so off-putting was a seriously mispronounced Yiddish word, machatunim, meaning the family you marry into, which was rendered as if an Irish surname, makutinim. I might have recovered if it had been a one-off, but the word propped up often, fondly adopted as a punchline by the romantic hero of a book, a Gentile. Did the narrator not have a Jewish friend to consult? Or me? But then, thankfully, along came Dreamscape Audio last fall, offering to re-record the inn at Lake Divine. At last it would be digitized and downloadable. I requested, as its narrator, Piper Goodeve, who'd recorded my last novel, Misdemeanor, to raves, where it counted not from the abstaining author. Within days, Piper sent me a list of words, surnames, and places she wanted to double-check, including Abadili, Tardieu, Nagy, Tuki Butsalis, Kali Kochenek, Bonnie Valuzzi, Forstall, Sonny Sirel. As for any Yiddish words, I was not to worry. She'd consult the website Forvo, her friend, the incredible narrator she wrote, Gabra Zachman, and Gabra's mom. We weren't done yet, most gratifyingly, and probably because of my belly aching about the earlier version, Dreamscape sent me the finished audio for review. I began listening with the usual wariness, Will Piper be my first-person narrator, Natalie Marks, starting at 12, then into adulthood? I hit play, less for pleasure than as an overprotective director. I knew the story inside out, didn't I? I could listen with one ear, or so I thought. Before the opening chapter ended, I found myself how embarrassing, spellbound. How could I be hooked on my own sentences? Hadn't I written them? Had I forgotten the ending? No, and no. It only took minutes before I stopped listening with an author's critical ear and was its captive. There were surprises in a book I hadn't visited since reading page proofs 27 years before. It wasn't that I'd forgotten the plot or the characters, but I'd forgotten how much of my life I'd put into The Inn at Lake Divine. Besides its setting in Newton, Massachusetts, where I used to live, here were my likes, my dislike, my grudges, my slights, meals I cooked, the anti-Semitism spoken aloud. It was an unexpected visit to my youth and the inside of my head in the 1960s and 70s. There was Garb Drug, Franco's Market, Purity Supreme, Valley Steakhouse, Papagallo on Newbury Street. I startled myself with how much I hadn't fictionalized. Would I have called it an autobiographical novel? In part. My family was turned away from a Vermont hotel in 1961 with a letter warning the people who return year after year and feel most comfortable here are Gentiles. I didn't want to do anything else but root for Natalie, who, unlike me, challenged the owner of a restricted hotel that had turned her family away. Notes? 
edits, corrections, I found one mispronounced entree, and what I viewed as a minor matter of emphasis. Also, Schmagegi was contracted, a syllable missing due to a blip in the recording. Hardly a fix needed, only applause. I wrote to my dreamscape contact, Bravo, I love this book more than a modest author should admit. As I've now said many times, Piper is the perfect choice and the perfect Natalie Marks. Sigh. So wonderful. I didn't want it to end. Piper knows all this, knows what she did for me. We met for the first time in New York City on the book's release day. She had asked me when she got the job if it was all right that she wasn't Jewish. Without hesitating, I'd said yes, and especially now felt it was Bashert, a collaboration foretold. A waitress took our picture. I sent it to Dreamscape and wrote, I'm on the left, and at long last I have Natalie Marks on my right. And now for a review of The Inn at Lake Divine by Eleanor Lipman, read by Piper Goodeve. Piper Goodeve is excellent as Natalie Marks, the young Jewish girl who narrates this upbeat, humorous audiobook. Hoping to book a stay at the inn at Lake Divine, the Markses are rebuffed by proprietor Ingrid Berry, who tells them that all their guests are Gentiles. Natalie snags an invitation from a non-Jewish friend, Robin Fife, and spends the summer of 1960 at the inn with the Fifes. Ten years later, Robin invites Natalie to her wedding to Ingrid's eldest son. Good Eve is tender as Jewish-Gentile romances bloom, and she credibly captures Ingrid's hidden resentments and overt animosity. Throughout this thoughtful, well-written novel, prejudices abound, yet Lipman writes with such care that no group should be offended. Good Eve never sounds preachy or biased. It's available from Dreamscape, 7.75 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-166-665-0815 for 48.99. And more listening from Eleanor Lippmann includes The Family Man, read by George Newburn, available unabridged from Dreamscape. Trade edition, digital download. Good Riddance, read by Mia Barron, available unabridged from Dreamscape. Trade Edition, CD, MP3, or Digital Download. Misdemeanor, read by Piper Goodeve. Available unabridged from Harper Audio. Trade Edition, Digital Download. My Latest Grievance, read by Piper Goodeve. Available unabridged from Dreamscape. Trade Edition, Digital Download. Release date, February 20th. On Turpentine Lane, by Elner Lippmann, read by Mia Barron. Available unabridged from Dreamscape. Trade Edition, CD, MP3 or digital download. And let's follow that up with some more fiction titles. Wellness by Nathan Hill, read by Ari Fliakos. This audiobook's excellence makes its nearly 19-hour time span fly by. Ari Fliakos is superb in this complex yet supremely accessible performance. He lends his skill to the depiction of Jack and Elizabeth's relationship and all its backstories and subplots. No nuance of this novel escapes Fliakos. Satirical social commentary, tender love story, hilarious missteps of modern life, heartbreaking loss. The full kaleidoscope of the human experience simply sings when rendered by his voice. As the plot leaps across time periods and back, Fliakos's confident pace keeps everything steady. Lively dialogue among the characters is rendered with just the right amount of wit and personality. 
Hill's often profound words and Fliakos's expert performance combine to make this an outstanding listening experience. It's available from Random House Audio, 19 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 9780593788165 for $27.50, also available as CD. Books on Tape has the Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 9780593788172 for $95. Enter Ghost by Isabella Hamad, read by Nadia Albina. Nadia Albina is a powerful narrator of this inventive novel, which features a prodigal daughter returning home from a long-term self-exile abroad. Sonia Nasir is a British-Palestinian actor who returns to the West Bank discouraged and tired. The powerful narrative tone conveys Sonia's myriad emotions when she is tasked with staging a performance of Hamlet. Albina's heartful presentation captures Sonia's initial dislocation as well as her gradual warming to her fractured homeland. Listeners hear a confident, consistent voice throughout this layered, timely story with universal themes played against a vast historical backdrop. Fans of international fiction will sink into this listening experience as delivered by an experienced narrator. It's available from recorded books 11.75 hours unabridged. Library Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 9781705090343 for 24.35. Also available as CD or MP3. America Fantastica by Tim O'Brien, read by Oliver Wyman. Oliver Wyman affects a sly, off-kilter tone to deliver O'Brien's funny-slash-sad take on Trumpland as COVID-19 infects America. Wyman's portrayal of Boyd Halverson, a former journalist and retail worker, is characterized by a sense of forlornness as the standard crime caper plot unfolds. Boyd walks into a bank and demands $300,000. He gets $81,000 and the teller Angie Bing in the process. The duo encounter a host of shady characters as they go on the lam across the Wild West. Wyman infuses his voice with a tone of tenderness as Angie eventually becomes Boyd's ally, and more. O'Brien's chilling and depressing take on propaganda, disinformation, and misinformation results in Boyd's having to resolve his life of lies and deception. It's available from Harper Audio, 13.75 hours unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978 Zero zero six three three one eight five three three for twenty six ninety nine. Absolution by Alice McDermott, read by Rachel Kenny and Jesse Valinsky. Rachel Kenny and Jesse Valinsky each deliver spellbinding interpretations of Alice McDermott's superb new novel. Set primarily in nineteen sixties Vietnam, the audiobook explores the lives of wives, helpmeets who accompanied their American husbands to a country on the brink of war. Through a series of letters written years later, we hear first from Patricia, a naive New Yorker swept up by masterful do-gooder Charlene. Kenny performs the remarkable feat of personifying the young Tricia and her wry older self, fierce Charlene, and many local Vietnamese and GIs. Velinsky, as Charlene's daughter, Rainey, creates an invaluable vocal through-line for the characters while crafting a believable adult child tussling with the legacy of a complicated parent. 
Alternately gripping, moving, and thought-provoking, this is an audiobook to savor. And narrator Rachel Kenny says, I hope listeners will spend time with this deceptively simple story and let it seep deep into their hearts. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 10 hours long unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-1250911094 for $26.99, also available as CD. And now for some mystery and suspense titles. The September House by Carissa Orlando, read by Kimberly Farr. Kimberly Farr narrates this creepy, mesmerizing story of Margaret and Hal, who purchase their dream house, a beautiful, haunted Victorian. Every September, the walls drip blood and the wailing specters wreak havoc, including admonitions about something in the basement. When Hal abruptly disappears, the couple's daughter, Catherine, oblivious to the house's mysteries, spearheads the manhunt. Farr portrays Margaret as practical. She loves the house and has found ways to make peace with it. One simply has to follow the rules. Listeners will resonate with Catherine's overwrought state of mind as she tries to make sense of her father's disappearance and her mother's lack of concern. Farr masters every unique character, alive or dead, in this one-woman show. It's available from Penguin Audio, 13 and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-374-7292 for 22.50. Books on Tape has a Library Edition. Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-374-7308 for $95. Black Sheep by Rachel Harrison, read by Jeremy Carlyle Parker. Jeremy Carlyle Parker narrates this dark, twisty novel about mysterious Vesper Wright, who, six years ago, escaped her strict religious community and her mother's iron fist. Vesper is desperately trying to outrun her past and to forge a meaningful relationship. An unsigned invitation to her cousin's wedding convinces her to return home, where questions remain and fate awaits. Listeners will feel the icy disapproval in Vesper's mother's diatribes and the silky force of Vesper herself. Parker reveals secrets and twists in an even, rational tone that heightens the story's shock factor. Her narration feels like a warm breath on your neck in a dark room where you thought you were alone. It's available from Penguin Audio, 9.75 hours unabridged. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978 Zero five nine three seven four seven nine nine five for twenty dollars. Books on tape has the library edition. Digital download ISBN nine seven eight zero five nine three seven four eight zero zero eight for ninety five dollars. West Heart Kill by Dan McDorman, read by Robert Petkoff. Robert Petkoff solidifies his position as one of the finest narrators in the audiobook world with this metafictional mystery. His voice is fluid and his attitude is exactly right, both for the omniscient, self-congratulatory narrator, who frequently interrupts the story to comment, and for P.I. McCannis, who is on a case. Petkoff keeps one's attention even while delivering the long list of dramatis personae. He gives a smug, smart-alecky tone to McCannis, who has cleverly gotten himself invited to the members-only West Hart Hunting Club. After several suspicious deaths and an accidental shooting, 
things move along swimmingly until the annoying narrator pops in. While the conceit of a know-it-all narrator slows things down and comes off as cutesy, Petkoff's performance makes for entertaining listening. It's available from Random House Audio, 9.25 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-378-8400 for 22.50. Books on tape as the library edition, digital download, ISBN 978-059-378-8417 for $95. A Haunting on the Hill by Elizabeth Hand, read by Carol Monda. Elizabeth Hand's riff on Shirley Jackson's Haunting of Hill House, narrated with aplomb by Carol Monda, thrums with tension and dread. When New York City playwright Holly Sherwin stumbles across an eerie mansion in upstate New York, she's certain it's the perfect place to rehearse her new play. Holly, her partner Nisa, fading actress Amanda, and sound technician Stevie gather at the house and are soon surrounded by unsettling noises, voices, and smells, plus a knife-wielding neighbor, an oddly evasive owner, and hostile caretakers. Monda's low-pitched, raspy voice captures the character's growing gunnese, heightened emotions and suspicion, as they fall prey to their rapidly escalating fear. The production is enhanced by subtle sound effects, creaking doors, footsteps, whispers, and chillingly sung murder ballads that echo throughout. It's available from Chat Audio, 10.25 hours unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-166-863-2536 for $27.99. Suddenly, by Isabel Otissier and translated by Gretchen Schmidt, read by Carlotta Brenton. Carlotta Brenton's skill is remarkable. She conveys compassion, fear, and mounting dread simultaneously. A young couple set off on a boating expedition with only themselves as crew. During an unexpected storm, they find themselves marooned on an abandoned island. Soon, they are forced to carry out acts of banal violence, including the hunting of penguins to survive. Large cruise ships pass by just out of reach as the couple take refuge in an abandoned research station. Thwarted by nature and their own lack of experience, the pair are pushed to the brink. Otissier's audiobook doesn't look away from agonizing events and crushing choices. Branton's performance fully embraces these heartbreaking moments layered with deep psychological reflection. The impact is dynamic and human. It's available from Penguin Audio, six hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-368-3903 for $17.50. Books on Tape, Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-368-3910 for $57. And let's finish with some children and family listening titles. I Didn't Steal Your Mermaid, Frankie Jackson, Book 2, by R. Stim, read by Janet Metzger. Janet Metzger's thoughtful presentation enhances this charming story set in a California houseboat community. Listeners meet 12-year-old Frankie, who's on probation for misbehaving in New Jersey. Standout performances include the character Michael, who repeats everything after a skateboard accident, and former TV star Margie, who refers to herself in the third person and helps Frankie when she's accused of stealing a necklace featuring a mermaid charm. 
Simple but hilarious humor, myriad accents, and Frankie's vivid dreams add color and atmosphere. Most unforgettable are encounters with the enchanting mermaid who appears in the listener's mind's eye. Listeners of all ages will enjoy and benefit from the invaluable life lessons from Frankie's weekly essays, addressed to her judge, sharing what she's learned each week. It's available from Spoken Realm's six-and-a-half-hours long unabridged, recommended for ages eight and up. Trade Edition CD, ISBN 979-821-271-99988 for $36.95. Also available as digital download and MP3. Green by Alex Gino, read by Alex Gino. Alex Gino offers a warm, effervescent narration of their latest middle-grade audiobook. Non-binary Green Gibson is a member of Young Middle School's LGBTQIAP plus Rainbow Spectrum Club. As the group excitedly prepares for the school's revamped production of The Wizard of Oz, for which every actor can choose the gender of their character, Green contends with complicated feelings about their changing body and their crush on Ronnie, a fellow member of a stage crew. Gino's voicing of curious, generous green as they navigate puberty and test the boundaries of their own and others' professed identities is profoundly compassionate and resolutely affirming. Though the audiobook occasionally has too much exposition, Gino's narration carries the day, creating a cosy, accepting world listeners won't want to leave. It's available from Scholastic Audiobooks, 3.5 hours unabridged, recommended for ages 8 and up. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-133-904-4293 for 2099. Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-133-904-4309 for 6299. The Puppets of Spellhorst by Kate DiCamillo, read by Alan Corduner. Actor Alan Corduner dazzles listeners with his spellbinding narration of this lovely fable. The first tale in a series called The Narendi Tales features a set of anthropomorphized puppets, a king, a wolf, a girl, and a boy. They belonged to a sea captain, and after his death, they ended up in the hands of two sisters. As the story unfolds, the puppets bicker with each other amusingly. Through human intervention, each puppet has a misadventure, making the puppets realize how deeply they care for one another. Corduner has a deep, rich voice, ideal for storytelling, and his English accent adds a smooth quality to the narration. He delivers passages with emotion and bravado that are perfect for engaging listeners. It's available from Listening Library, one and a half hours long, unabridged. Recommended for ages eight and up. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-368-3071 for $11. Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-368-3088 for $28. Where the Wild Things Are by Maurice Sendak, read by Michelle Obama. Former First Lady Michelle Obama narrates this fresh production of Maurice Sendak's classic story. Young Max, having been exiled to his room for behaving like a wild thing, sails away to become the king of all wild things. After leading his subjects in a wild rumpus, he decides to return home to his supper and someone who loves him best of all. Mrs. Obama's performance is straightforward and engaging, 
She enthusiastically roars the terrible roars of the wild things, and her max is commanding in the way an imaginative young child can be. The simplicity of a production shines a spotlight on the joys of hearing a story like a child tucked under a quilt or a group in the storytime circle. It's available from Harper Audio, four minutes long, unabridged, recommended for ages four through six. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-006-335-6191 for $2.99. And that's it for me for today. Thank you for joining us for Audiobook News. My name is Sarah. Attention residents of Boulder County, Colorado. Boulder County Public Health is issuing a warning and urging everyone to exercise caution due to a significant increase in suspected drug overdoses. Reports from the City of Boulder Police Department have raised concerns, and it's essential to be prepared. Here are some vital facts. Leading cause of death. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, drug overdoses are the primary cause of death for Americans over 50 years old. Opioid Crisis The opioid crisis, declared a national emergency, continues to contribute to the rising death rate. Fatal Fentanyl Overdoses Recent data from the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, CDPHE, shows a nearly 70% increase in fatal fentanyl overdoses from 2020 to 2021, with over 900 deaths reported in 2021. Local Impact Boulder County residents have experienced a 100% increase in fentanyl-related emergency department visits compared to the previous year. For more information and resources on overdose prevention, visit boco.org slash overdose dash prevention. To learn how to safely dispose of drugs, consult the WORKS program. If you need guidance or support, reach out to Georgia Babatsikos, a harm reduction specialist, at 303-441-1100. Remember, your safety matters. Stay informed, take precautions, and let's work together to prevent drug overdoses in our community. Hello, disability justice warriors. We have an important message about solidarity and support. The Colorado Commission for the Deaf, Hard of Hearing, and Deaf Blind is facing a critical challenge. They've been a beacon of hope and support for our community, providing essential services like equipment for those who are hard of hearing, rural interpreting services, including ASL and CART, legal interpreting, and SSP for the deafblind. But now they're in a tight spot. The Commission's funds, sourced from the small tax on phone bills, are running low. This is more than just a budget issue. It's about real people in need. Our neighbors, our friends, our family. People in their 80s and 90s and others are left without the support they rely on. 
This isn't just a number game. It's about health, safety, and the ability to participate in community life, including religious services. The root of the problem seems to be a lack of adequate tracking and support from the Colorado Department of Human Services, CDHS. The CCDC believes that with better oversight and earlier communication, this crisis could have been avoided. Now, they're looking at immediate and long-term solutions to ensure that these vital services continue uninterrupted. What can you do? First, we need your voice. Your input and support are crucial. Julie Reskin, the co-executive director of the Colorado Cross-Disability Coalition, is gathering interest for a plan of action. This includes a short-term request for supplemental funding to bridge the gap while we work out a sustainable long-term solution. Your participation can make a huge difference. Please reach out to Julie at jreskin at ccdconline.org. That's J-R-E-I-S-K-I-N at ccdconline.org or call 303-839-1775 or 303-667-4216 for more information. Let's come together as a community to support our members who are deaf, hard of hearing, and deafblind. Did you know that income-qualifying Commerce City residents can apply for the Minor Home Repair Program? The Minor Home Repair Program provides health, safety, accessibility, and energy-efficient improvements to single-family, owner-occupied homes within Commerce City. For more information or to apply, call the City of Commerce at 303-289-8168. Or email csteinberg at c3gov.com.